Hey y'all, my name is Maddie and I have a new life in Christ and I'm recovering from sexual addiction and masturbation. Amen. <laughs> I've struggled with masturbation since elementary school. It's the one thing that for years and years has provided me with comfort and a sense of control over whatever chaos I found my life was in. I grew up going to church and while I believed sexual sin was wrong, I told myself that as long as I was not having sex, this was okay. So I kept the secret, hidden in the dark, slowly filling myself up with shame. I had no idea that even though I wasn't having sex, I was still conditioning myself to run towards sexuality when I felt life was out of my control. I developed a strong passion for getting drunk in college shortly before I turned 21. For my last year and a half in college, I was drinking excessively and doing the things that towed the line of the sexual boundaries I set for myself. Once I'd left the safe bubble of my college town, I found myself struggling to adjust to being an adult for the first time. There was so much unknown and the lack of control and overwhelming loneliness I felt um, motivated me to continue drinking and partying, and I finally started sleeping around. I desperately wanted to feel loved, and I discovered it was super easy to find temporary love for the night through sex with whoever I found at the bar. This lifestyle left me feeling empty and unfulfilled, and I spiraled out of control as I chased after my next fix that I believed would help me feel whole and fulfilled, even if it was just for one night. I knew I had hit rock bottom when I found myself sleeping with a coworker on a business trip who I knew was married and had a baby on the way. It was one thing for me to be destroying my own life, but I couldn't believe it had gotten to the point where I was numb to the thought of destroying someone else's family. I was in a deep, dark pit of sexual addiction, and I couldn't imagine my life without sex, but I also hated the emptiness that had grown inside me from giving away so much of myself to men. At the same, end of the same year, I decided I needed an escape from my life, and so I visited a friend who was living in Peru at the time. One morning, we hiked up three exhausting hours to the top of Machu Picchu Mountain, and I remember standing up there so high up in the clouds and looking at how breathtakingly beautiful God's creation was. I've been des desperately trying for the past six months to pull myself out of sexual addiction, but I just kept falling deeper into it. God showed himself to me through his mind-blowing creation, and I knew in that moment that I was never going to pull myself out of sexual addiction, that I needed the strength of God to work in me. Philippians 4, 6-7 talks about when we give our anxieties to the Lord, he fills us with, with peace which surpasses all understanding. I felt an unexplainable peace in that moment that I was going to be okay and that through Christ, I would find healing. Soon after this trip, I slowly started to reconnect with God by going to church and joining a community group of young women my age, but I was living a lie to them as my lifestyle still hadn't changed at all. A friend had told me about Regen, and I figured it was my last-ditch effort to trying, uh, trying to fix myself up. I was so sick to my stomach walking through those doors for the first time. I wasn't ready to part with my lifestyle, and I was afraid someone was going to tell me I had to stop having sex. Regen wasn't at all what I expected it to be. I had never in my entire life of going to church heard people speak so vulnerably about their struggles with sin from the stage of a church. Going through groundwork wrecked me in the best possible ways. I was hungry for change, and I was starting to see that I needed to focus less on all the behaviors and things I knew I needed to give up and focus more on giving my heart to the Lord. I will never forget the night that a woman shared her testimony from the stage and talked about her struggle with masturbation. It's just not something that women talk about. I had never, ever told anyone about my struggle, never even said the word out loud. I was taken aback by her boldness to share something so personal and to me seemed like the dirtiest thing about me. 
I distinctly remember sharing with my groundwork group about my struggle and realizing that it was the last 2% of my heart I needed to give up to God. I finally had my hands wide open, holding nothing back, and fully embracing the change the Lord wanted to do in my heart. I knew God had the power to change my heart, but in steps two and three, I began to believe and trust that he actually would if I followed him. In step four, inventory, I laid out all of my destructive, self-destructive behavior on paper and saw that the deeper root of my sexual sin was my desire to feel loved and wanted. Through step five, confession, I felt God lift the shame that had been piling up and weighing me down for years. And I understood that because of God's grace and his son, Jesus' death on the cross, my sins have been wiped clean and I did not have to walk in shame any longer. In step six, repentance, I made a plan to turn away from my sin and turn to God, which has helped me proactively fight temptation. Step 11, intimacy, showed me that my deepest needs to feel loved and wanted can only be met by a relationship with Christ. Everything I was so afraid to give up at the beginning of Region are exactly the things I can't imagine going back to. God replaced friends who only wanted to party with a community group of six other women who make me feel known. <laughs> he replaced my time spent being drunk with time spent serving as a co-leader to a middle school small group of girls here at Watermark. And this past year, I've had the delight of co-leading a region step group filled with 11 remarkable women who commence next month. I no longer live in darkness or keep things hidden, but rather am quick to bring things to the light, which has helped me make better, long-lasting relationships with my friends and family. I now pursue purity in my thoughts and my alone time and in dating. Just like 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. I feel like God gave me a second chance to live my life differently. And I'm forever grateful for the newness and freedom that is found in following him. There's a song that we sing a lot at church with a lyric that says, there's no mountain you won't climb up coming after me. I don't think it's a coincidence he called me to himself at the top of a mountain. He's shown me there's absolutely no distance. He won't go to rescue us from our sin and brokenness. If this is your first night at Regen, we're so glad you're here. You don't need to clean yourself up before walking in here because the Lord and the people around you will meet you exactly where you're at. Don't let your mind worry about all the things you think this program might make you give up and instead focus on seeking the Lord first for strength and healing. The good news is that there's absolutely no way you can walk away from this program unchanged. So if you've tried changing on your own and it hasn't worked out for you, you're in the right place. My name is Maddie. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from sexual addiction and masturbation. And to God be all the glory.